0: Hey, hey everybody! Come on in. Come in. Hello. I, I got I got plenty of seats. Have a, have a seat. Give me. Actually, no. Let's skip that. Let's skip that for tonight. You guys, just come on. Have a seat wherever you want. You guys, good temperature wise. Anybody want it warmer? Colder? How are we? Everybody? No. You want you want a drink? I got Dr Pepper. I picked up cherry vanilla Coke. Anybody? No, maybe want a drink. All right. Well, I guess I'll just, I guess I'll just have one then, and and have a have a seat. You know, don't worry. That I can sit on the floor. Yeah, you, that's your that's your seat. No big deal. So, uh, this would probably be awkward if we continue like this the rest of the night, huh? This actually is pretty similar to what our small groups are typically at Refuge Church. Have good refreshments. Maybe not good for you, but good refreshments. Have a living room setting like this, nice couch. Sometimes we have so many people that one of us will sit on the floor uh, but I guess the biggest difference is we might have the furniture, the soda, but we usually have people in a small group. And so this is this is just a little bit awkward because nobody's here and I can't even give out my doc, diet Dr. Pepper to anybody. And So uh, tonight I want to talk to you for a little bit. I want to talk about... A topic of interaction during isolation. So, if you would, why don't you just say a prayer with me, real quick, because we're going to look into this topic. Jesus, God, thank you so much, Lord, for every person who's making it a point to tune in online right now, Lord Jesus, that you would allow them to hear your word and that your word would come to life to people. And uh, God, the things that you laid on my heart, that I would clearly communicate those things, I pray in Jesus' name, amen. You know, scripture tells us that first century believers met both publicly and house to house. Over and over again, the Bible makes the same principle clear. The church was not about theology and beliefs alone. There was an integral component that we can never miss. And you know what that component is? That component is relationship. God called us all to be interconnected. So that's why this feels a little bit more awkward because I don't really feel maybe as interconnected as I would like to feel, and I'm sure you probably feel the same way. Scripture says in Ephesians 4.16, it says, He makes the whole body fit together perfectly. As each part does its own special work, it helps the other parts grow so that the whole body is healthy and growing and full of love. So we're part of this body of Christ, and scripturally, the parts make the whole grow. We we contribute to one another's growth, and James 5.16 says, confess your faults one to another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. So not right now, go ahead and just pause everything and look at the person that's sitting next to you and go ahead and confess all your faults to them right now. I'll just sit. You can, you can just go ahead and do that right now. Confess your faults. I'm teasing. Don't really, you don't have to do that. If you want to, you can. Um, you might be sitting by your spouse and they might be already telling you what your faults are be, so you don't even have to confess them, Right. But it says, confess your faults. So you talk about being interconnected. We don't maybe do so well on the confess your faults part. For those of you that might say, well, you know what? All I need is Jesus. I just need Jesus. I don't need anybody else. I got Jesus and I'm at home and I got I, he's here with me. But how do you reconcile scriptures then like this? Or the command for the church to go make disciples. Matthew 28, 19 says, Go ye therefore, teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the world. So we see God give the church action items in this passage. He says, go, teach, baptize, make disciples. Well, the Apostle Paul also writes to the Galatian church, and he says in Galatians 6-2, he says, bear ye one another's burdens. And in doing this, we fulfill the law of Christ. For those, again, that might say, all I need is Jesus. Well, how do you reconcile scriptures like this? Romans 12, 15 says, rejoice with them that rejoice. And weep with them that weep. Well, you ever notice this? Check this out. You ever notice bananas at a store? All right. You eat bananas. Who eats bananas? I love interaction, even if it's on the live stream. Type, yes, I like bananas. And then when somebody tunes into the live stream later, they'll see a bunch of comments that say, yes, I like bananas. And they're going to be like, this church has gone bananas. (laughs) Dad joke. Dad joke. Anyway. But uh, bananas. You get these in the store, right? My wife, I was talking to her, and she's never noticed this. I wonder if you've noticed this. Maybe you could comment online if you have noticed this. So when you take your bananas home, you can set them down. And what I've found, I have, this is no this is no scientific research. I am not, I have not done a ecological study of the dirt and the trees and bananas because if you don't know, bananas grow on trees. And uh, but what I've found personally is the banana. You bring this this. Pack a bananas home, and you can leave, and it'll start to get black and discolored. But what I've noticed is once you do this, once you do this, and you see how now it kind of has this dried out top. But once I pulled this part out, it's kind of moist, and I got that out of there. And now what I've found is this and the rest will actually start to go black faster when one of them has been broken up. I'm curious. Go ahead and try it sometime. Go to the store, if there's any bananas left, and buy two, two sets of bananas. And on one of them, when you get home, just go ahead and break it up. And the other one, leave it together and see which one lasts longer. Now, it's interesting because it's like kind of humanity, the church, the body, the minute you break one of them off, the process toward deteriorating and getting old and, and, and black is accelerated. There's something that happens when we stick together and we don't allow ourselves to be broke apart. Right now, it kind of feels natural that we're broke apart, but we have to do something about that. Look at what the, the, the Hebrews, the writer of Hebrews says, Hebrews 10, 24, let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good works. Don't go on. Read there. Just leave that passage there. Go to 1024. We have to think of ways to motivate one another to love and good works. That means that there are times that we have to be creative. We have to figure out a way to follow this biblical mandate, to provoke one another, to motivate one another to love and good works. And then it goes on and says, so let us not neglect our meeting together, as some people do, but encourage one another, especially now that the day of his returning is drawing near. The Bible commands us to motivate one another to love and good works, to not neglect meeting together and do it even more as as time goes on. So what do we do now? How do we get to have interaction without isolation? How does that happen? No, this doesn't seem like the right message to preach at a time where we're practicing social distancing and isolation. Can there be no interaction because of isolation? Do we just retire from biblical mandates because there's a virus pandemic? I don't think so. I just don't think so. I would argue that we need interaction even more during isolation. I need your interaction even more during isolation. Well, how do we do that? Well, I am so glad that my invisible friends here with me ask tonight. Well, you ready for a big announcement? I am excited for this announcement. Here we go, drum roll. My big announcement is we start small groups back up next week. Now hold it before you leave the live stream. Before you go, he's nuts. Does he not know? What does he think? We're, we're in this coronavirus pandemic and he's, and he's going to bring all these people into our homes when we're supposed to be like on lockdown, like he's he lost his mind. Just sit tight for a minute. Next week, we launch back into small groups, but here's the plan. We're still going to meet in homes, but each one of us are going to meet in our own homes. And this slide you're looking at right now, it changes a little bit. They're going to be online small groups. And there's going to be a link that will be sent out to you via email and text every week, and you will click on that link, and that link will take you into one another's homes. We will be there. There will be audio and video, and you will go right into a virtual small group of no more than about 12 people. Now, if you look, this is not going to be hard for you, because guess what? We have this great thing online called Zoom. And the church has purchased a Zoom account, and it's going to be almost no effort at all. I've already trained and walked through with our facilitators. We've done this online. We've used it. It works, and it's easy. So for you, if you're at home right now and you are already checked out because you're like, oh, I'm not no technological person, and I'm not into all this stuff. Listen, all you need is an internet with a computer or your phone. Now, I will suggest the internet is the best way to do this because you see that picture there? All those different faces, you can see everybody. When you view, if you download an app on your phone, the Zoom app, it'll work, but you only see the speaker at one time. You don't see all the various faces. So it's much better if you can use a, a, a laptop, a desktop, uh, an iPad would even work okay. The phone is kind of the last resort, but it still works. It still gets you into the group. So... How does this work for you? Even if you're not a tech person, you're like, I don't know, I'm not used to this. Your facilitator takes care of everything. All they do is they will send you a link, and you will, when it comes time, hey, I signed up for Tuesday night small group at 7 o'clock. Tuesday, 6.55 rolls around. You click on, notice how I did that. It's better to be early than late. Says the There's probably people just jumping in right now, and they're like, he's calling me out. I'm not calling you out. I can't even see you, okay? But... It's, it's better to be early than late. So 655, you click that link, boom, there you go. You're in this small group waiting for everybody else to show up. You're, you're, you're just chatting about life, about what's going on. And so your facilitator then will lead a discussion where we can follow these biblical mandates that we just talked about. The mandate of bear one another's burdens, meeting from house to house, weep with those who weep, rejoice with those who rejoice provoke one another, motivate one another to love and good works, to figure out ways to do that. That's what we're doing right now. And so each small group is going to have the same theme. The theme is going to be hope for today. Oh, Lord, we need that. We need hope. Everybody's looking for hope. Where's our hope? Our hope is in Christ. It's in his word. It's in biblical principles. So those are the things that we're going to discuss Our goal is to offer a small group every night of the week except for Wednesday. Why? Because Wednesday I'm still going to be here. We're going to be doing Principles for Life, and I'm going to be sharing a principle for life each Wednesday night. But after that, our goal is imagine being able for us to be able to offer a Sunday night small group, Monday night, Tuesday night, Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night, even a couple of daytime groups because I know some people say, well, I'm working nights. It doesn't work for me. And so we are here trying to make sure that you can Follow those biblical mandates of still being connected for yourself, but also inviting someone else to be connected too. We're even having a, a, a group for hyphen, which is um, uh, 18 to 35, single adults, 18 to 35. That's the college and career age group. We have a group for you. We have a group for youth ages 12 to 18, because our youth still need to be connected. And so they're going to jump on a, a virtual uh, a virtual online small group. These groups are open to everybody. If you're watching online right now and you say, I'm not a member of that church, that sounds interesting. Nobody is checking a membership card. Nobody's saying, well, if you're gonna be in this virtual small group, you need to commit to this church. That's not the case. If you're here and you're maybe in this community or you're even living in another state and you're saying, I love this. I wanna be a part of this. I wanna discuss biblical principles for about an hour once a week. I wanna get together with a group of about 12 people where we can discuss hope for today. And the facilitator will lead you through a discussion. It's not teaching, training. It's not a church service. It's just, hey, what do you think about this? Here's a short uh, story. Here's a thought. What, uh, how, how do you and your family deal with this? It's going to be discussion back and forth. And if you say, I don't need that. Yes, you do, and so do I. We, we, we've got to be where, willing to bear one another's burdens. Weep with those who weep. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Motivate one another to love and good works. We can't do that just sitting here ourselves on a couch at home this isn't going to fulfill that biblical mandate and so whether you consider yourself a member or not you are welcome to be a part of this now if you do consider yourself a member you say ah refuge church is my church that's my crazy pastor right there talking this is the place where i worship then i am asking you to please be a part please don't just say oh that's not my thing come on we, we need one another. Refuge Church has always been built on strong community and interconnectedness, just like the first century church. We need that. And so we don't wanna, we're not going to lose that. We're just cre- thinking of creative ways to continue that in different venues. So there will probably be, never be another time where we have more in common with people than we do right now. There will never be another time. We are all a group of believers looking for ways to connect, find hope during these times of isolation. And so each group will meet online every week for probably 45 minutes to an hour tops. And I know that you have friends, family members, neighbors, coworkers, loved ones who are absolutely stressing out right now. There are people in your life. There are people in this church that you go to church with and you haven't seen a little bit. They're stressed. So let's not carry that burden by ourselves. Let's bear one another's burdens. Invite your coworker. Invite your family member. Say, hey, you know what? Somebody starts talking to you. I'm, I'm just so stressed out. What do you think is going to happen next? So you know what? We have an online discussion group where about 12 of us, a little even less than that, we, we meet weekly. You mind if I send you the link? I would love to invite you to this online small group to where we can you know just share biblical principles and, and talk about these things. So, so if, if that's you, listen, there's someone in your life right now that would love to experience hope. But it's up to you to offer that hope. It's up to you to, to, to put that in their hands. What a great way to do that, to say, hey, there's a virtual online small group. Here's a link. Let me text it to you. Let me email it to you. And so you let the facilitator know, hey, I just emailed my friend, my, my sister, my brother, my, my coworker, my boss, whoever it is. Why? Because we need to be there for one another in, in times like these. And so here, here's the thing. Please hear me on this this is going to be a little different. We're not, we're not wrapping this, this Principles for Life session up tonight by saying, oh, let's just begin to call in the name of the Lord. Let's have an altar call. That's awesome. We're going to do that. We did that Sunday. We did it last Wednesday. We prayed tonight. You know what an altar call is? It's a response to the word that God just laid forward, that, that just laid out, that just put forward. And so here's what we're asking you to do. Here's the response. That is going to be in your hands in just a moment here. We need you to go sign up tonight because these small groups, Sunday evening at 6 p.m., the rest of the weekday small groups are at 7 p.m. We have a Saturday morning at 10 a.m. and a, thir- and a Tuesday morning, I think, at 10 a.m. So the rest of the small groups are 7 p.m., the two day times are 10 a.m., but the weekend group on Sunday evening, this all kicks off. With our college and career age group for ages single adults 18 to 35 it kicks off this sunday night at 6 p.m so we are asking these groups are limited so space is limited we want you to get the group the facilitators are listed if maybe you're more comfortable if you do know some of the facilitators Um, but groups are listed uh, limited to 12 people and I'm asking to register every individual. Don't register as a couple. We want to know how many individuals are in the group. So register yourself and your spouse separately. Uh, so here's what you can do is just moments is when this video ends. See, some of you like this, this online stuff. They're like, man, he's already done. See, I, I preach. I teach a lot faster online than I do in person, huh? Don't say amen. Right now, there's probably comments there going, amen, amen, and praise God, amen. No, don't do that. Don't don't put that there right now, okay? But uh, But here's what you can do in just moments when this video comes to a close. You can go to our Refuge Church website right now. You are looking at the main page. We revamped our main page to make it so simple and succinct to make it easy for you, whether you're a member or if you're just someone in the community that's just saying, hey, I want want to be a part of this. When you go to our main page, it's refugechurchonline.com. Go to that main page, and that's what you will see. And I put an arrow that says online small groups. You will click on that link. It will take you right to the sign-up page. And, uh, it, and, and actually, I think that one is where you normally go. I even, we even made it more succinct than that. It'll take you into what is circled on your screen right there. And you will see all of the online small groups, the times, the facilitators. If you have uh, the Church Center app, you actually can just go to Church Center right now. And you can go to the groups page and just make sure you click the online small groups option, not any of the other tabs, because then that is where we are. It's on online small groups. And if you're watching on Facebook Live right now, our secretary right now is going to put the link right in the comments so that you can see from Refuge Church the link that will take you right to the sign-up page if you are watching on Facebook Live. So, Go sign up for a group. Don't put it off. Don't even wait. Don't think, I don't need this. Don't think, yes, you do. We need you. You need us. This is the body. We're, we're, we're there to, to, to follow God's prompts to be the church. And he did not say, well, hey, bear one of those burdens. Weep with those who weep. Go make disciples unless a pandemic comes. Then just sit at home and do nothing. No. Listen, we can, We are blessed with technology. We can do something With technology. So, you want interaction during isolation? This is a wonderful way that we are presenting to you for you. So, send your friends the link. Uh, It's not just for you. God did not tell us to do this just until some uh, inconvenience comes. He's given us the tools to still be the church, even if we can't be in the church building. So, I'm currently sitting in an empty living room setting. Some of you right now are doing the exact same thing. Some of you right now are sitting, and some of you are sitting with your family. You have, uh, you have your children there. Others of you, oh, I know you're sitting. You're by yourself right now. Listen, you need connection. So do I. So don't buy that lie that all you need is even your family. Well, that's for somebody else. We have our kids and my wife and my husband's here. You know. No, 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 no. Don't buy the lie that we're fine with just our family and we don't need anybody else. We'll, we still need each other. I need you, you need me, and you know what? Our kids need each other too. You know what's going to happen at these, at these small groups, online small groups? When we get done discussing content, that facilitator is going to go, all right, we're going to take the last 10, 15 minutes here. Everybody go get their kids. I'm telling you, I've had online meetings. My kids, I'm sitting there trying to talk. I got my son over here, hey, there's that car, and they're trying to talk to one another. We're going to encourage that, not discourage that. So when we get done, that facilitator is going to go, everybody, go get your kids. And for 10, 15 minutes after we're all done with our discussion, the kids are going to jump. Hey, how's it going? Did you see this? Did you watch this? Did you you listen to this? What have you been doing? And our kids are going to interact. You know why? Because our kids are desperately needing that interconnectedness too. And so I pray that you all give this a chance. Every one of you, give this a chance. Don't just write it off. Let's still be the church. All you need to do tonight, tonight, the only thing is in just a moment to go and sign up and to choose the facilitator date and time that works for you. These groups are going to all have the same topic, all hope for today. And instead of meeting like we typically have met biweekly, these are going to be weekly small groups because we need that weekly connection that we're not getting being in person right now. And so you're going to go just sign up right now whether it's through the church center app, the website, request, what happens is you request to join a group and then you're approved because we it's only a certain number. Then next week, the facilitator will take it from there. They will send you the link on how to get into the group. There's an ID, you just click it and it'll take you right in. But you don't even need to worry about any of that. The only thing right now is for you to simply get off here and go and sign up for a group. So I want to close in prayer because I'm already done here. And just a reminder too, as we wrap up, yes, part of, part of what we're doing, I want you to know we're so thrilled that on Sunday, we had more people watching online than any time in our history number of bodies that we've had inside this building. Praise be to God. God is using technology to get a message of hope to our world. And so part of that. Is we've invested in equipment and we've invested in things like that so i, I do ask unashamedly that you continue to remain faithful in ties offerings and your stewardship campaign giving and you can do that in various ways that you'll see on your screen right now um, you can give online uh, the church center app refugechurchonline.com clicking the give tab you can do text to give right now there's a number on the screen you just text the amount that you want to give or you can mail in uh, your tithes and offerings Because this is still going to invest in our community and in the mission of the church. But right now, I want to say thank you for joining us. And go do something. Go respond now to the message. Let's close in prayer as we really go into the next step of your response to these online small groups. Jesus, God, we pray right now that every man, woman, child that's watching online god that you would let them feel the biblical mandate that you're calling us to still be connected interconnected with one another lord jesus that these online small groups and all the facilitators would be anointed and led by you every topic that we discuss that it would be used to not only connect us one to another but to offer hope in a time where a lot of people feel hopeless we are not hopeless We, Lord Jesus, always have a great hope in you, and so, God, I pray that people would respond right now. Go sign up for groups, and that, Lord Jesus, this would be something that would just do great, mighty things, not only for members of this church, but for anybody who might be watching online right now that is having a desire to be connected to other believers as we discuss biblical principles. Jesus, I pray these things in your wonderful name, in the name of Jesus, amen.